Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello and welcome to another edition of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Michael Corbin and back from his suspension, back from the <laughs> back from the lockdown, the crackdown, Emmanuel Penglis is joining me this week. Emmanuel, how are you? Michael Corbin, what an honour to be in your company. You absolutely <laughs> smashed that monologue out of the park last week. I really enjoyed it. Congratulations. Well done. Uh, and now I believe that there could be a position for you in the Roosters 17. Ah, oh, if only. Um, but I feel like I've done this yeah, so I, many times. It's a bit of deja vu. <laughs> uh, can we re-replay the tape from week three, I think yeah. it was, where I uh, I have to uh, say some words about another Roosters captain who is retiring and the third Roosters player this year who has had to medically retire. Um, for those who don't know, where Boyd, have you been? <laughs> you, where, one, where have you been? Two, Boyd Cordner uh, has announced his retirement from rugby league at the age of 29, effective immediately. And it's really, I was, I was a bit upset at this. It was, it was a sad moment. Um, Boyd has been one of my favourite players in the Roosters outfit for the last what ten years almost. And yeah, um, he was he was always that that player that at, I think it was around 2010, 2011. You just heard yeah, there's this kid in reserve. There's this kid in the under twenties. There's this kid in Jersey Fleet coming up. His name's Boyd Cordner. He's going to be the future of this team. He's everyone knows that he's going to captain this club, his state, his country, and he he's it. He's the next big thing. And we had to wait a couple of years because. I think he had two ACL tears as a young kid, as as a junior. Uh, took him a while to get into the league, uh, but once he did, he was incredible. 181 NRL games, 16 Origins, 20 Tests, 57 tries, three premierships, captain club, state, country. Um, look, two, uh, two like state of, two state of origin <coughs> wins. The incredible thing, I think, the thing for him that he can go out at the age of 29 having achieved all that. And it's, so it's, it's hard to say goodbye, but it's easy to look back and say, I was here for this amount of time, I did that much. Okay, yeah. And it's the same with the retirement of friend and the retirement who was also more of a concussion-based one rather than Brett Morris, who was an yeah. injury-based um, and age-based one. But uh, the, my question coming out of this and it's – more thought-provoking than anything is, are we going to see more of this? Are we going to see the short, sharp career become a feature? Um, there's a really interesting article uh, by, as always, Andrew Webster in yesterday's SMH uh, about the, um, the the state of Boyd Cordner and his recovery from concussions, um, the headaches that wouldn't subside, um, that usually had um, 
About five weeks ago, he'd returned to training and he had issues before he'd even started contact. Um, and so we're celebrating a career here. Um, but there's also, I think, a, a long-term question about is this the role and is, is this the sort of um, approach that we're going to see more of from players? Is it going to be that by 30 we're going to have less players uh, playing than we used to above the age of 30? Are we going to have less people doing, say, 300 and 350 games than that we've seen in the last 10, 15 years and more of these under 200 retire before 30 and then just, you know, take up a role in a club or something like that. It's interesting because we talk about Boyd right now uh, who's someone who he had multiple concussions. There's there's a player on the Cronulla Sharks, Wade Graham, yep. who I think he's just had his third concussion this year yep. and is expected to have a longer stint on the sideline this time. Yeah, And he's getting up in age. I think he's just hit 30. I think so. I believe. And... It wouldn't surprise me if another, like I'm not saying this concussion will, but if another concussion happens, it could be something that we see happen to him. And it's unfortunate, but I I guess the silver lining of this is that Boyd is retiring and his mental health and his brain is in good condition. There's no long, from apparently the medicine is saying that there's no long lasting effects and he has fully recovered from the symptoms. But he just, he couldn't get that thought of if my head gets knocked again, what's going to happen to me out of his head? Yeah. And it was more a mentality thing of if I go out there again, am I risking my future? Yeah. And that's what that's what's causing this retirement more than the actual, he is medically healthy. Yeah. But it goes back to my point. He can do it with a bit of ease, Mike. Like he, he can... I know retirement is hard for everyone and um, you sort of give up the financial security as a player. You have yeah. limited time and a limited window okay. and we talk about this. But for him to, say, give it up, if it was a 29-year-old that played for the Tigers that had played that many games and had never had that success... He has, he has accomplished everything and more. And it, make, and it makes he it easier. Is, yeah. And he's also at a club that's always going to look... Always yeah. looks after their best, of course. right? He's a, he's a one-man club. He will be a featured part of the Roosters organization for the, probably his whole future. Yeah. And yeah, he it's it's sad to see him retire. Um there was hopes that he was going to return last round, round 14. Yeah. And the moment you didn't see his name listed, you're like, "Okay, what's going wrong?" Yeah. Um I think I think one of the reasons why and not all players are like Boyd Cordner. Boyd Cordner was a player who every time he ran the ball, his head would poke through the line. And because his head poked through the line, he put himself in positions where your head can be knocked. It was just the way he played. He was the probably one of the toughest players to ever uh, to play in the last ten years, and one of the best leaders to play in the last ten years. And he led by example, and that's how he did it. And yeah, he he didn't. He wasn't one of those players who backed into the line like you see players do now. He he charged head first and. Will there be players like him who who suffer uh, who suffer concussions? Probably, it's going to happen. But uh, the the way the NRL is going, we're we're limiting head high tackles, and uh, players are being taught more and more to get their heads in right positions. So there are circumstances where, yeah, we will see players retire early. But I think we're still going to see the way sports medicine is going now. Like Cameron Smith just played till 450 games. That wasn't possible 20 years ago. Yeah. 
So we're going to see both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I think so. And and it could be a positional thing too, I think. Of course, yeah. of course. Your, your backs who are less likely to, you know, take those hard hit-ups or uh, making as many tackles aren't going to have as many head-ups. Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, hook is a position that could be, but like could be exempt from that too. But having said, because we mentioned Smith, but Jake they Craig make, was a hooker. They, they make they make forty tackles. They a game. make forty tackles a game, and, so, it, and a lot of it is technique. So, exactly. um, keen to hear your thoughts on that one, um, because I just think it's going to be an ongoing issue. Uh, a club like the Roosters, we've discussed this. They they are leading the way on concussion management. Expect a lot of clubs to follow, and I actually would not be surprised, Mike, if um, Cordner does go the same way as um, sorry, not Cordner, Wade Graham goes the same way as Boyd Cordner. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. Uh, one thing that this does leave is a if he's clear, uh, deemed medically retired, yeah, uh, Roosters will have seven hundred thousand dollars to play with next season. Yeah, well, as someone pointed out, uh, the Roosters have retired about nine and a half million dollars of talent by the three retirements <laughs> in a salary cap of about $9 million. So um, yeah. what can we say? We'll see. Accounting we'll see. works, I guess. We'll see. We'll see what happens over the next Cathurians, couple. Cathurians, hey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nick knows what uh, he's doing. All right. Michael, last Wednesday night, we learned a few things. We learned that Queensland are in a bit of a predicament at all levels of the game, including the Origin Arena. We learned that... Tom Trebojevic is absolutely incredible. Latrell Mitchell is unbelievable. We learned that Cleary and Luai are an incredible halves pairing that can handle the big stage. We learned that Brian To'o is one of the most awesome and exciting wingers to watch in the NRL. Is that it? Oh, we also learned that $8 million to host State of Origin is money well spent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching... Last Wednesday night, fifty to six, and the Blues dominated from basically the get go. And it just shows that last year we ran out with Whiten and Gufferson at center, uh, two players who don't necessarily play center and haven't really played too much center in their lifetime, versus players like Latrell Mitchell, who spent five years at four or five years at center and is a dual uh, premiership winning centre and Tom Trevojevic who you can put anywhere on the park and he's one of the most electrifying players and the strike power that the Blues had was just incredible it it's amazing that like we talk you've mentioned all those names James Tedesco was is still regarded as one of the best players in the NRL he didn't have to do much yeah He, he did what he did which was Organize a defense and pop up where needed. But he let the others run the show because he knew that he didn't need to. And Latrell was I, I when Latrell is playing like that, I, I fear for every other team because he's damn near unstoppable. The the role that Freddie gave Tom where he was he just said, You're basically a second fullback. Yeah. Do what you want. Just make sure you're on the you're when you when you're playing defense, you're at center. It was perfect. I absolutely loved the um, the combination of the centres and how they were on the same side of the field to score a couple of their tries. I thought it was just beautiful. Yeah. It was it was really free flowing footy and just Queensland was so un Queensland like. I know it's been said a lot, but 
they're actually more New South Wales-like in their performance because, you know, there was just no pride for Jersey. There were silly errors. It was a, it was a, it sounded like a clunky preparation. It was everything you generally expect from a Blues preparation uh, rather than a Queensland one. And I know there were some personnel issues, but I also think that they, they just didn't have the quality there to do it. I think losing Christian Welch early to a HIA was unfortunate because he he's their tone setter yeah. in the middle. Um, they didn't have Papali'i either. Uh, so, like, your two starting props who you'd, who you'd prefer to run into the game with, yeah. both gone after 15 minutes or not there after 15 minutes hurts them. And people like to point the finger. The moment a team loses, people like to point the finger at the halves. I thought Sherry Evans was their best player. Um, I think that one of their big problems is Kurt Capewell played so well at centre last year that, like, we have to pick him there again. Yeah. But he got found out because he's not a centre. He's a second rower. And, and when he was up against actual centres this time, yeah, it, it made a difference. It, it made a big difference. So I think they need to look at maybe moving him to the bench as a utility role or moving him into that second row spot. Yeah. I didn't think Felice Cafusi was good or has been good the last couple of weeks. So he might be fighting for a spot. Um, I think they need to bolster their back line because that's where we dominated. Our back line destroyed theirs. Tor'ol was all over Coates. Uh, Gagai was decimated by Latrell and then Capewell. Adam Fox didn't even have to do anything. Yeah, I know. It was extraordinary, like extraordinary to watch. Yeah. Um, I thought Payne Haas was also fantastic in the middle for us. Just insanely good go forward. So was Sofiedi. Like our, our, our forward pack stood up yeah. and it allows someone like Damien Cook to get out to and find run. space, to and, find he did. Space. and he did, and he did. Uh, the great thing with, is that New South Wales avoided a situation where uh, the Suncorp game was a must-win, yep. uh, which is really good because psychologically they can't; they just struggle. I don't. We haven't, we haven't won they've never won years. there. They haven't won there with Freddie. No, no, um, Freddie. But they broke another hoodoo as well, and I believe that Luai was the first. Sorry, was the only New South Wales five-eight to win on debut, except for James Maloney. Wow. Across yeah. 40 years of origin. There you go. That that photo of him standing over Kafusi yeah. and yelling. Yeah. What a shot. A great shot. I know. Very I know, origin. I know Queensland are up in arms because Luai is an arrogant player. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. You did that to us for eight, nine, however long it was. Was yeah. it nine and ten years? Yeah. All those video, all those photos of Thurston mouthing off at Mitchell Pearce, and we do it once, and all the Queenslanders are up in arms. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Feeds the rivalry. <laughs> Michael, this is a family podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I get fired up about State of Origin, Emmanuel. Uh, so next Origin is Sunday week. Um, the last Sunday night Origin, I believe. And next year, we're going back to three Wednesday nights. Yep. Um, I actually prefer Wednesday night. I, I, like, I like I like the midweek activity. I love the midweek. I like the the whole disruptor draw and everything. It's, I, agree. Uh, I agree. It's also you also get the uh, you know like next week we we have all the international games as well, but it's not like club footy. I don't know. I just it doesn't have. I I know we're supposed to hype the international game, but I don't know. It feels like there's only like one big thing going on next Sunday, and I'm gonna miss footy on Thursday night and whatnot. I I actually really like, and this is something I actually want to discuss, and, and if it's not this week, we'll do it yeah. at some point. I like the idea of breaking the season for Origin, but I don't like the idea. It has to be three consecutive weeks, I think. Yeah. And I'd rather it be midweek. And I feel like on the weekends, we should play the women's comp. 
And so you have NRLW because they've brought in three new teams for next year. Three new teams. Warriors are out. Warriors are out. Warriors are out. And so it's up to six or something. And you somehow do it in the space of three or four weeks. And the Wednesdays in between those four weeks, you have the origin. Yeah. And if you can figure out a way to do that, I think that that'd be a great spectacle for the game. Promotes the women's game. Uh, you get the origin going, you get the clubs have a break, and there's still content to sell. But yeah. um, that could be a topic for another day. Yep, agreed. All right, uh, that is the origin talk done uh, until next week when we preview game two. Um, the ladder. Should we have a look at the ladder? Yeah. I think we should. So Canterbury had a huge win yesterday. They're second of the season. They So in the last two weeks, they have received four points. Penrith Panthers have received zero. Interesting. There you go. There you go. So, um, you're right. The Bulldogs have had a bye and the Broncos have not. But they are equal. They currently have the same for and against. And um, Brisbane's defense is actually worse than the Bulldogs. Yeah. So, uh, if the Dogs can string a couple of wins together, I'd be very wary if I was Brisbane, um, who hosts Souths this week. So, I'd better not give Souths a kiss of death. So, I'm going to shut up now. Um, but the top of the ladder has also been a bit of shuffle. So uh, Penrith have lost two. Yep. Uh, Melbourne have won what, 12 in a row, yep. 11 in a row, yep. 11 in a row. Absolutely insane. Um, and if we're not talking seriously about them going back to back, then we're not doing this right. But I think there's there's a, a live chance they could do it, We've despite said- the fact they don't have the star power or the attention that Penrith get. I agree. Uh, look, Penrith have had a tough two weeks because of the amount of plays that have been out yeah. of Origin. No one backed up on the weekend. Yeah. Um, we'll discuss that in their in their preview in the game preview for them. Uh, but it doesn't matter who's missing for Melbourne. It just seems like next man up, and it seems to work. Um, it has helped that their spine has stayed for the most part intact through Origin. Oh, not really, but like Jerome Hughes has been there. He's been their shining light this season. Um, and but there's I mean like Pap's been missing. Yeah. Nico Hines comes in. Yeah. Uh, they've they've, they've sort of good still trying to work out the hookers. They've got great replacements, but um, they've also had to. I guess it's they're more used to it now. But they had to move to the Sun- Sunshine Coast again. Yeah. Um, you know they've had their own challenges too. I just think Bellamy's an amazing coach. He's he's um, probably the best coach. In we're the world. we're definitely watching these two play in a grand final, barring so. some unforeseen event. Um, I just I I was more certain Penrith was going to win it early in the year. I know they're going through a bit of a dip now. It's Origin. It's hard to see clearly what, what what's going on. Yeah. But Melbourne have to be seriously considered to go back to back. I think. I completely agree. And if it's not those two, I would be insanely shocked. Yeah. Um. Now just going through. So I'm going to focus on the following teams who are on 10 points with five wins and nine losses. So this is 12th, 13th, and 14th. The Titans, the Tigers, and Newcastle. Are any of these teams playing finals footy? The only one that has a chance, and it's because they've got players coming back, and there's not that much difference between them and the Dragons, who are eighth at the moment, is the Knights. Because yeah. at the at this week, Mitchell Pearce has been named. Kalen Ponga has been named. Uh, unfortunately, they've lost Bradman Best. But the additions of Pearce and Ponga changed that team completely. Yeah. And they were playing well at the start of a season when those two were in the lineup. I think it was only for two games, though. Yeah, so it's ridiculous that, that the difference between 
eighth and fourteenth is only one win. Yes. Um, the the Newcastle's for and against is is far worse than all the teams above them on ten and twelve points, which is probably going to be a bit of a hurdle going forward. Yep. Um, but it depends how many points they can rack up with uh, Ponger and Pierce back. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the Raiders are another team that I think that win against the Broncos can really help them. Yeah. Kickstart them a little bit. Um, help them. Helps them find a bit of form. Gives them a bit of momentum. And they're only two points out of the eight as well. So you could see them pushing up in there. Yeah, but like the thing is, Mike, you've got all these teams that can push up. But who do you see dropping out? Well, the uh, like, okay, okay, the Dragons so, lost the Bulldogs, and I've been saying this all year. The Dragons aren't going to be there. At at the end, at the end, okay. I don't think the dragons are going to be there. Okay. Can you trust the cowboys? They no, got fifty put on them. You can't. But I just don't know. I just don't know if any other team's going to catch them. Like I think the top six is set. Top six is yeah. Manly's a bit behind, but that and so they have to win more games in the back end. But as we've discussed on a previous podcast, they have the easiest draw. Yeah. But Penrith and uh, Melbourne, they're only two wins away from a secure spot. If we assume 28 to the goal, yep. which it generally is, some years it's 30. Yep. But so um, they're only two wins away, and um, and Parramatta's only three. Souths have had a buy already. Yeah. So they're probably so an extra one. But yeah, look, I agree. I think the secure ones are Storm, Penrith, Parramatta, and Souths, and the Roosters, and Manly will be there. Yeah. I think I think the top six will make top eight. It's whether the Cowboys and the Dragons can hold their spots, or whether like the Warriors are a team that could come in. Unfortunately, they've lost their halfback for ten to fourteen weeks, so he's probably done for the season. Um, the Raiders, let's see if they can find a bit of form. Um, the Tigers were playing well until this weekend, um, and then they got beat. Uh, and as we spoke about before, the Knights. Yeah. I don't think we'll make the Roosters, it. Roosters have a big couple of weeks as well. They do. They um, do. And Souths yeah. have a pretty steady next five weeks. So, anyway, all to come. All yep. to come. Um, should we have a look? I don't really want to because I just seem to be sliding. We'll have a look at the tipping as well. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. But I did get that Cronulla would win. But I stuffed it up the night before when I um, forgot to tip. So, uh, I like oh it. no, I didn't forget to tip. I just tipped the Cowboys. I know. tipped the Cowboys as well. I also tipped Cronulla. But you tipped the Warriors over Melbourne just after, right after, before you hyped Melbourne. <laughs> oh, why did I do that? <laughs> and I think everyone got the Bulldogs wrong anyway. So, yeah. um, but just on a quick look at the ladder. So, Nick Saturis is three points clear. Alexander B, Anthony P, Michael C, and Zach B are all equal second on 81. Um, then it's Tom S, Michael J, Paul S, Camilla, who got seven. Um, last game uh, ruined it for her. And Mark V, they ran out the top ten. I've plunged to 14th. Um, Yikes. And the lower you go, the worse the week scores get. So. I believe Simon also got a seven this week as well. He did. Yeah. He so did. well done. Um, let's get into round 15. Round 15. We are... Humming through this season, right? Okay, so the round kicks off on Thursday night with Brisbane hosting the Bunnies. Uh, I've never known a team to pick up the wooden spoon and be rewarded with so many Thursday night matches, but there you go. Okay. Wayne Bennett heading back home. Always a fun game. Always a fun game. Uh, Xavier Coates has been named to return, um, relegating Copley. 
while Tessie New has been confirmed. Carmichael Hunt gets another run at 5'8", um, with Albert Kelly battling a hamstring. Fledler regains a 13 jersey. And um, for Souths, Cook, Murray, Gagai, Arrow return. Benji's been dropped. And dummy half, Pete Mamuzelos, uh, who debuted last week, um, is also out. Sua and Knight have been named out of the 17, and Jackson Polo is still a week away. This is the eighth half combination that the Broncos have named in 15 rounds. Yep, and up against them is the guy that's going to put a bit of ease to that. <laughs> yeah, Adam Reynolds against his future club. Um, I'm picking there'll be a two-point field goal in this game. Really? At halftime from Reynolds, do you reckon? Yep. Yeah. 45 metres out, a yeah. little to the left of the uprights. Why not? Uh, uh, yeah, Souths to win easily. Um, Latrell, let's hope he can carry some of that origin form over. Did you hear lane. that Wayne was asked in the press conference, oh, Wayne, you didn't want to give Latrell a bit of a spell just to give him a break after origin? Well, Latrell's given himself enough spells this season. <laughs> <laughs> Why would why would he rested all these uh, all the Queenslanders and played all the New South Wales players weighing up to his old tricks? I see. Oh, what, did he? I, no. I see what he's doing. No, just I think it was just Latrell just that Latrell. played. All right, all right. Uh, so <laughs> six o'clock um, Friday night. I swear that this these teams just played recently. Cowboys host Cronulla. Felt returns on the wing. Um, Justin O'Neill drops out of the twenty-one. Mitch Dunn is also back in the starting lineup. Um, Cowan Hess is back into the front row, Gilbert to the interchange, and Holler to the extended bench. As we discussed earlier, Graham uh, has not been named, and uh, the, the club is being extra, extra cautious on that one. Um, I was sitting there on third Friday night watching this game, uh, watching, sorry, watching Cowboys versus Manly. Cowboys went up to a 12-point lead, and I'm like, they've got this in the bag. Manly can't win without Trebojevic. And then I think Manly scored 42 unanswered points. That's crazy, isn't it? What happened? Like, what... How that, do you let that happen? How do you let that happen? I'm still tipping them. Really? Yeah, I'm tipping the Cowboys up at home. Okay. Fair. Um, I think Wade Graham's a big lot. Like, he's, I know he's been in and out, but when he plays, they're a different team, the Sharks. Um, Johnson has been good. And that might have been the ugliest field goal ever to win a game. <laughs> um, but a win's a win, right? A win's a win, and someone is going to shine, Sean Johnson, and he's going to be a contributor to them next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm going the Cowboys. I don't feel good about it, but I think they're up there. Like, we've seen them play well this year. Yeah. We've seen what they have this year. I just think it was a bad game. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think they'll bounce back. Uh, they're back at home, and um, yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, big game for the Roosters on Friday night um, up against Penrith. So returning: To'o, Yo, Luai, Capewell, Cleary, Lanu out. Momorowski, Jennings, Kikau in for the Roosters. Billy Smith, Tedesco, Verrills, Taukeaho, How Tapuha. And out Marshke and Abby. Tedesco's in doubt as well. Um, With? Your pointer. Yep, all right, that was mentioned. Yep, so he is in doubt. I think he will play. 
Uh, Sam Verrills makes his return from that uh, detached retina. Yep. Um, Sam Walker off his heroic field goal after completely shanking a kick from the sideline. Um, he's fit to play as well after copying just a, a rough AC joint. Just like fell right on the back of his shoulder when his shoulder was pinned up against his chest. So he should be good to go. Um, go on Panthers because I refuse to tip against a Panthers team <laughs> with Nathan Cleary in it. Yeah, I'm going Panthers too. Um, Roosters put on a bit of a statement for Boyd Cordner. I hope so. I hope so. Um, I have watched a lot of Roosters games where we've almost blown leads. Yeah. And I've watched Roosters games where we have blown leads. Yeah. Um, this one almost gave me a heart attack. Now, you guys haven't played each other this season, have you? We have not. I'm, I'm thinking of the first week of the finals last year where you really, you threw everything at the Panthers. So, we... I believe it was like 12 all. Then yeah. they went up like 30 to 12. And yeah. then we came back. And yeah. it was like 31 to 30 with yeah. the end score. That's right. It was a really close game. Um, but It was gutsy. Yeah. Uh, it got very close at the end. But I... It, Panthers are in another league this year, and we're. we're I think also half, half that team's on the sidelines yeah, still. So. The rest, the long rest for those Origin stars will help. It'll help. Um, you'll have a couple of underdone players yeah. returning. I, Penrith at home makes more sense, but a strong showing from the Roosters uh, yeah. would be expected there. Someone is going to give Joseph Manu his stupid money to play fullback. <laughs> stupid money, and he's worth it. Tigers. Uh, okay, Saturday afternoon, Newcastle host the Warriors. Um, Pierce and Ponga are back, as we've said. Heimel Hunt is also back. Best is out. Clemmer uh, has to be satisfied with a spot on the interchange bench um, with Safidi Twins starting as props. Um, Ponga's return means that Tex Hoy is relegated. Reese Walsh returns from suspension to reclaim fullback from Roger Tuvas-Shek. Um, Marcello Montoya shifts to the other wing with Rocco Berry returning while Sean O'Sullivan gets another chance at halfback following Chanel Harris-DeVita's season-ending peck injury. Jez Tavanga gets the nod at hooker in place of Wade Egan and Adam Fanua Blake, who made his return after eight weeks on the bench, will start at prop in a switch with Leeson Armau while Katoa replaces Murchie on the interchange. Uh, both teams... Very unimpressive last week. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised the two of us are not playing six. Yeah. Sean O'Sullivan, he got a shot earlier in the year and was a turnstile on defense. Um, and Roger Shulvas-Shek just seems to be able to save tries at willy-nilly uh, on the goal line. Um, had another great try saver on the weekend. Um, didn't really stop the scoreline, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> couldn't stop all of them. Um Reese Walsh is a big inclusion for them. If Ponga plays, and I believe he will, then I'm tipping the Knights. Yeah, I think, I think so. At home, uh, they need to start showing up. Their, winning games. their, their season, season needs their se- a bit yeah, of saving. Their season needs to be saved yeah. by a win here. Um, I still don't understand why Connor Watson is not starting and playing 80 minutes. Every so time he comes, with, yeah. comes on the field, their attack changes and everything about their team changes for the better. Yeah, some of the coaches' decision to it's, leave a bit to be desired. It's so stupid. Uh, anyway. Now, I know we've said the Warriors and the Knights are on the same points difference. I think Newcastle's season is terminal and needs salvaging in this game mm-hmm. because their for and against is so much worse. Yeah. I think there's no better opportunity to do it. They've got 
what, 11 games, 10 games to go. It's going to be at um, home. It's going to be at home. They need to... St- they always seem to be playing at home. Uh, they need <laughs> every, every week, Newcastle's at home. Uh, they need to start winning uh, games. I also really enjoyed, just as a side note, the um, pre-game in the Warriors-Storm game. It was quite epic with the massive, massive haka. So that was quite cool as well. I miss it. Oh. Unfortunately. There you go. Now, this is a game for the ages. Dragons host the Raiders at Wynn Stadium. Um, Dragons... I don't even know what to say, but in a boost for them, Lomax is a chance of returning from a thunder injury after being named in Jersey 21. Um, the 17 who suffered a 20-point loss to the Bulldogs have all been retained, but if Lomax is fit, that will obviously change. Um, Tyrrell Sloan has also been named among the reserves. He's a bit of a rising star for the Dragons. For the Raiders, no changes to the 17 other than Sia Soleola dropping back to the bench and Sutton being restored to the starting side. Tarpanay remains on the interchange, and Ryan James is among the reserves following the completion of a suspension. The Dragons let in some of the easiest tries I have ever seen on the weekend. They were terrible. Um, and all those questions about why are Dragons not keeping Matt Dufty were answered. Were answered, because yeah. he fell for some bad dummies. Yeah. Um, he's, he's electrifying an attack. We know it. We know this. One of the fastest players in the game. Cannot defend to save his life. Um, so, yeah. it's They've also shown... They've also said to Corey Norman that you can go find another club next year. Um, Dufty, I can see finding a place will in the NRL. Will he find a club? I don't think he will. No. I, think, I think he'll find a club in England. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think there'll be an NRL club willing to take on Corey Norman's <laughs> services. Um, I'm going the Raiders. Yeah, Canberra's... Reboot starts now. They had the week off last week. They got demolished by the Roosters the week before. If there are any chance playing September, it has to be from this week. Uh, just hopefully they've freshened up. We've been talking about their reboot a lot, but um, also Ricky Stewart uh, won a Queen's birthday honour yesterday, so yeah. congratulations to him. Does a lot of charity work, so very, always very, nice. Yeah, very big name in terms of autism. As yeah, they are. exactly. Yeah. Always very nice when. Um, People involved in the league do really good things off the field. Agreed. Okay, uh, Saturday at 7.30, the Storm host the Tigers on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, Tigers, woeful. I feel like we use that a lot. Okay, so Big Nelson and Christian Welsh are both back. Jesse Bromwich has an elbow injury and has not been named. And Kamikamika uh, slides back to the interchange. George Jennings, who missed uh, last week due to injury, returns on the wing. Uh, and for the Tigers, Ken Marlowe will make his debut for the Tigers in the same week he joined the club. James Roberts moves into the centres. Dewey not named after receiving a high tackle from Eels winger Mike Acevo on Sunday. Mbai returns at 5'8 after missing last week through injury. And Billy Walters is out of the squad. There are no changes to the forward pack or the interchange bench. Or to my tip, I'm tipping the Storm. I'm also tipping this dawn. Kemba Marlowe off scoring a hat-trick for the Warriors. Yeah. We'll probably concede a hat-trick against him <laughs> from the Storm. <laughs> Actually, he might. He, he played the Storm last weekend, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> He's going to cop two beatings in a row. So, hey, what That's out. traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Yeah, Storm, easy tip for me. Um, can't see it going any other way. Yep. Yeah. Sunday afternoon football, Eels and the Bulldogs at Bank West. 
Uh, two traditional rivals, both big in the 80s in terms of premierships and grand finals. Sevo's uh, out suspended. Sean Russell's named to make his debut for the Eels. Um, Hipgrave named in number 16. Bryce Cartwright dropping back to the reserves. Blake Ferguson is also among the reserves. For the Dogs, Nick Meaney's been retained in the fullback role. DWZ's a reserve. The game day 17 from Monday's win remains intact. And Kyle Flanagan is again amongst the reserves. Um, Avarillo has been playing really well for them at seven. Yep. Um, but Eels made two changes a couple of weeks ago. They moved Wonga Blake over to Sevo's side. Yep. And they dropped Blake Ferguson. And it's changed their defense. They're not leaking points as much anymore. Uh, Hayes Dunster's done a really good job on the wing. Yeah. And Eels should win this easily. Yeah, I like Ferguson always had leaks in defence, but he was always in a team that was able to cover it up. Yeah. Um, if that's what it's got to be, it's got to be that way. I yeah. guess. He's not a smart player. He's he, look, he, he has he has great moments. Rocks and diamonds. We've discussed we've it. Discussed Rocks and diamonds. Yeah. But um, it seems to be working for them. Yeah. And I also think Parramatta's gonna. Um, I thought uh, Joey Lustig was also really good for them, replacing Reed Money. Um, and Mitchell Moses had one of his better games. He's been in a bit of a lull over the last couple of weeks, so good to see him back on the up, and Dylan Brown, I think, has helped that. Yeah. Sunday, last game of the round, Titans hosting uh, Manly on the Gold Coast. On form, you just say Manly. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to say Manly anyway, but let's just quickly run through the teams. Fotuaika returns. Um, Joloff moves back to the interchange. Kevin Proctor's suspended. Fetus named in the second row. Tino is at lock. Um, AJ Brimson's been named in 21 and is a chance to return from the knee complaint. Vuna goes from the interchange to the bench. Um, Tommy Turbo returns. It's quite scary that he wasn't involved in last week's big win. Uh, Ruben Garrick goes back from suspension uh, on the interchange bench. Still no Schuster either, which no, is surprising. Is thought, he would surprising. Have been, thought he would have been back. Um, yeah, Manly um, have been way too... They've been really good over the last few weeks. Really, really good. They had that one bad game against the Knights. Yeah. But other than that, they've been pretty spectacular since round three. Yeah. Even against Penrith, they were one of the better teams to first them. So. Yeah, had scored the most points against them up yeah. until that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So, both going Manly there? Yep. I don't think we have any differences. No. So, we've both gone south uh, to get it done in Brisbane. Cowboys over the Sharks, Penrith over the Roosters, Knights over the Warriors, Raiders over the Dragons, Storm over the Tigers. God, look at those odds. Tigers are $9. <laughs> Eels over the Bulldogs, who are $8. Uh, and Manly to get it done on the Gold Coast. And State of Origin is included in tipping this week, but is obviously... Um, we might also think about doing a bit report of a card? report card. Yeah. yeah, midway through the I think it is exactly mid, oh, a bit past midway bit through past, the season. We'll do a report card because there's not going to be any games on. So yeah, we'll do something, um, some gimmick to get you to listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you've well made done. it this far. Um, yeah. We also had our 50th episode last week. It was our 50th yeah. episode last week. Yeah. Which Michael is... fulfilled his dream of having a podcast to himself again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it for us, Corbs. That is it for us. Uh, as always, please rate, review, subscribe. 
Uh, don't forget to follow us on all socials. And one more thing, Emmanuel. How good is Rugby League? How good is Rugby League? Thanks, guys.